Hey, race fans, this is Darrell Waltrip. You know, I won the first NASCAR All-Star race, and I've won three cup championships, and I'm in the NASCAR Hall of Fame. But being part of the Scott Hamilton Show, well, that's really big. Listen to it every day right here on ESPN Charleston, and boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing, boys. We started getting hints over the last couple of days, and we got confirmation this morning. Pretty big deal in this. Steps of the North Carolina Museum of History in downtown Raleigh, just a few paces away from the governor's mansion, had a, a bunch of dignitaries there this morning. Government officials, community leaders, and peeps from NASCAR with this announcement that the NASCAR Cup Series All-Star Race on May 21st, 2023 is going to be at North Wilkesboro. That's on the on the scale of one to ten for awesomeness, it's a fourteen. I mean, I am so excited for NASCAR racing, cup racing, cup racing to return to that facility. Point six mile track, short track. One of the originals. It's absolutely fantastic. This is great news. But perhaps we should have read the tea leaves. Perhaps we should have taken a moment to see everything that was going on, how there were more and more events happening, or not necessarily races, but other things going on with that track. You had the cleanup effort that was spearheaded by Dale Earnhardt Jr. People are going to the track and picking weeds and picking up garbage and things like that to kind of just make it look better. And then they planned this project regarding a documentary. Hmm. Okay, and then NASCAR starts talking more and more using the word grassroots racing events. That made my antenna go up a little bit. And when all this first started buzzing, I asked our friend um, Alex Hayden of the Motor Racing Network, I said, when's this coming back? He's like, oh, it'll be a few years. It'll be a few years. Wrong. All-Star Race next year. And I threw that. I threw it out. I said, have the All-Star Race at North Wilkesboro. Have it there. Have it in Martinsville on a Thursday under the lights. Own the night. Own the week. Really leverage those lights. I, that's next. That is next. All-Star Race at Martinsville, night race, middle of the week. I'm down for that. But I digress. Back to North Wilkesboro. They had a uh, couple of different events there. Recently, a matter of fact, Dale Jr. drove in one of the events. They had a modified race there last week. It was a, a late model race, and then they had a modified race, a modified race early in August. And Kevin Harvick was there. He was in attendance. He was not driving, but he was in attendance, and he took note of the community support for this. They had a big crowd for this. It wasn't a cup race, but still, a lot of people came out. And he was asked the question, do you see cup racing or something comparable coming here? Why are they doing all this? Here's what he told NBC Sports. The main thing is the people from the community showed up. And, I, you know, I would, you know, hopefully they, they keep showing up and, and keep participating in, in the event because it's a cool facility, right? I mean, there's just something about those those old nostalgic facilities that, that um, you know, you can go back to and, and kind of go back in time, um, you know, to still be great when it's repaid but it still won't be like it will be for these for these for this next month and a half there's obviously still a lot of work to be done there mm -hmm. is there in your mind a path to any type of 
national series race for this for I don't know why you go through all that work and not not have something like that there so that would be I, I that would be ludicrous to think that that track is just going to survive off of late models and modifieds and Saturday night shows no way there's no way it's got to be there's got to be some sort of plan for trucks or Xfinity or something that goes into that so the race he was at on August 3rd, 9,000 people showed up. And then last week when Dale Jr. was competing in that late model stock car race, between 14,000 and 20,000 people. Holy cow. So the thirst is there. And obviously the community is all about it. And then they were, they were going to have dirt races in October and then we got word that, no, they're changing their mind. They don't want to rip up the asphalt. Hmm. <laughs> why, why? I mean, you're, you're going to have dirt track racing. That would seem to be a natural fit for there. Why, why would you do that? This is why. They're bringing the all-star race there. And it, it's such a wonderful idea. And it makes so much sense to have the all-star race there. Look, the all-star race, the NASCAR all-star race, Far from the Mount Rushmore of all-star events. I still say the baseball all-star race, or all-star race, baseball all-star game. Uh, Ryder Cup, Ryder, which, Ryder Cup would be considered all-star. So Ryder Cup one, baseball all-star two, NBA three, and then four, I don't even know. I, I really, I, I'm at a loss because the, the Pro Bowl is terrible. The NHL all-star game is terrible. NASCAR All-Star Race is terrible. But get, but if you put it in a compelling environment, something that oozes nostalgia, something that makes people interested in something more than watching these guys turn left and trying to adhere to an ever-changing set of rules, I think it could be a positive. Let's learn more about this development, see what's next. Covers auto racing for the athletic. It's our friend Jordan Bianchi. Jordan, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you on, sir. And this is wonderful news. I saw it the past couple of days, uh, you know, some rumblings about this, and then confirmation, your piece in The Athletic, and I saw a tweet from you that this was indeed happening. I'm I'm excited. I think this is a smart move for NASCAR for myriad reasons. Uh, first and foremost, that it's going to help it maybe reconnect with part of a jaded fan base that left it during the great decade of uh, overexpansion. What's your take? I agree with everything you said, and I, and I 100%, and I think it's a very smart move. It's one of those rare moves that NASCAR has made, or really any sports league, where universally it's lauded. Um, th this is a home run, and to bring an all-star race to a classic, iconic short track like North Wilkesboro, which ties back to NASCAR's roots. I mean, North Wilkesboro is hosting races back in the 1940s. 40s. Um, this is perfect. I mean, this is, in a lot of sense, it's kind of like the MLB Field of Dreams game that they had in Iowa. It kind of feels like that. Um, North Wilkesboro's you know, journey from forgotten track to where it is now to coming back it's quite remarkable, and NASCAR is doing the right thing because they need to be on tracks where they showcase their product the best. It doesn't matter necessarily where that track is. It doesn't matter if that track is in a rural setting or a city setting or wherever, big, small, whatever. It just needs to be on good racing tracks 
that lets them put on the best show possible, and North Wilkesboro checks that box. You know, I, I think they need to adhere to this. You don't – you take the racing to the people instead of the people going to the racing. And in this yeah. instance, I, I think this backs that up 184%. I, I'm just going to throw this out there, Jordan, and I wasn't going to address it until later in this segment. <laughs> I, I want to see a Thursday night all-star race in Martinsville. Yeah, listen, I think what you're going to see with this and my reporting on this, and this isn't new because it's kind of out there a little bit, is that you're going to see this all-star race, I think, kind of shift around a little bit. It's going to go to North Wilkesboro next year, and you know who knows what 24. It may go back to Wilkesboro in 24. But I think you're going to see a rotation very soon where NASCAR rotates this race among various short tracks really in the carolina regions you know but it could even go beyond that if, if you decide to go to nashville for example which is another old classic track that nascar is trying to get back to and and they're refurbishing right now very much could see that happen there uh, and there's some other tracks as well and the idea of racing on like a thursday night or sometime in the middle of the week i'm all for it i think you can get away from the weekend especially in the summertime when people are out doing things and they're at the cabins or at the lakes or whatever they're not in front of their television but this if you do it on a wednesday or thursday night why not? And it, 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 I just think you're putting yourself in an opportunity to have a lot of success and to reach a fan base that is both old school fans who are, are like excited by them going back to these older tracks and a new school fan who's like, hey, this is cool. Man. They're racing at this little short track and they're just going to be slamming into each other. So this just checks so many boxes. You know, it, it had gotten so stale, Jordan. I, I think back, and I blame it all on the hubris of NASCAR around 2006. Sure. I, I really do, man. They had the Speed Weeks in Charlotte where they would have the All-Star mm -hmm. race and then a week later the Coke 600. And I get it. It was a respite. It was a break for the majority of the drivers. They lived in the area. They got to stay home, sleep in their old beds and all that. But they also assumed that the people would come. They assumed the people would come because mm -hmm. it's a large city. They assumed they would come because the Hall of Fame was being set up there and that this was the future and what they did was disenchant the people who built the sport by going back to a North Wilkesboro. This is a giant do-over. Here, here's my question for you, though. Put on your sports writer hat. Take off your NASCAR-only hat. <laughs> is, what would this be comparable to in any other sport? I can't. I'm at a loss to try to think of anything comparable unless you were to shut down Wrigley Field for 25 years and then suddenly go back and say, you know what, we're going to play a three-game series against the Cardinals. Yeah, that was the only analogy I could think of is if you go back to like some classic baseball parks where the Tiger Stadium is going to reopen or the original, you know, Yankee Stadium or something of that ilk. But really, there's not. It's 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 unbelievable. It's unbelievable for a lot of reasons. One, that NASCAR is actually going back there for, and then two, that North Wilkesboro is still in a state where it can be refurbished to have a race again. Because honestly, I was there. I was there in 2019 with Dale Earnhardt Jr. when he went up there and helped kind of kind of kind of get the ball rolling on this, if you will. That place was closer to being condemned than it was to holding a race. I mean, the place should have been shut down years ago. And yet here we are talking about this. It's, it's a remarkable transformation that I don't think can really put into words because you almost have to go there to see the, 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 how decrepit and despair it was. And now it, they're going to put a lot of money into it, and I'm very curious to see what it looks like when NASCAR goes there next year. Joined by Jordan Bianchi Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at Jordan underscore Bianchi. And Jordan, you're right. I used to drive by it on 421, and it was ghostly. And, and there would still be advertisements and billboards up for the 96 race, and there would be grass everywhere. The only thing missing would be, like, the random cow 
or something grazing in a parking lot. I mean, it was <laughs> it was decrepit. It's decrepit. Yeah. But then they started slowly getting involved. And, and as you mentioned, Dale Jr. really getting the ball rolling for this. Uh, two-part question. Two-part question and mm-hmm. answer to part of it is plain as the nose of my face. How how instrumental was Dale Jr. in all this, of making this happen? And two, how much does this illustrate the juice that Dale Jr. has still with NASCAR? Uh, the first part of your question, 100%. He deserves a bulk of, I won't say the majority of the credit, but he certainly deserves a large share of it because it was his idea in 2019. He was flying on a plane with Marcus Smith to Las Vegas, and Marcus owns North Wilkesboro. And Earnhardt said, hey, I want to go up to North Wilkesboro and do this thing with iRacing and scan the track and kind of basically preserve it digitally so people could race on a, in video game, basically. And Marcus was like, eh, yeah, yeah, and that, you know, it's kind of hesitating. Earnhardt took social media, posted a tweet about it, and basically used his bully pulpit, and I, and I mean that in a good way, um, to, to basically strong-arm Marcus Smith into doing this. And that got the ball rolling initially. And then people got there, and they saw this, and they're like, wait a second. Okay, there might be something here. And Earnhardt would continue to push and to push and to push. And we're starting to see that. And obviously, the uh, the – North Wilkesboro getting some money from the, the state of North Carolina helped a ton, um, but Nor- but Earnhardt being basically the, the the advocate for this, you know, going up there um, when they had some races there uh, a few weeks back and, and being there and showing people that hey, this can be something special again. Um, he deserves a lot of credit, and Earnhardt. I'll tell you what, if NASCAR needs a new president, I mean, for they, they should look at Dale Earnhardt because he really has a good common sense approach to, to leadership and to what is best for NASCAR. And it blends kind of what we talked about, which is this old school mentality of appreciating the sports past and making sure you, you, you stay connected to that, but also looking for ways to kind of push it forward as well. And he, he does a great job and it's, it's incredible. Um, he just deserves a lot of credit. I don't know what else to say. You know, I, I'm so impressed with Dale Jr. I, um, I would interact with him here or there. I would see him out in Mooresville having sushi or whatever, and he would just be a normal guy. You wouldn't know unless you knew that that was Dale Jr. And he co-hosted my old show with me one day, and we had a really good conversation for about an hour. And and it had nothing to do with racing. I, I asked him this question. I'm, I said, what, what do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And he says, I want to be a successful businessman. And he started outlining all these business plans about how he wanted to franchise this and build that and do this. And I'm like – this is a guy who gets it. He understands mm-hmm. that, yeah, his last name is Earnhardt, but he wasn't born with the physical gifts of his father. But that didn't mean he couldn't use the things that were afforded him because of his last name to be a success in every other part of life. And it doesn't diminish the fact that he lives and breathes stock car racing. He lives and breathes NASCAR, and he has such appreciation for the history. I, I agree with you 100%, Jordan. If there could be a better spokesperson for any sport, any league, whatever, a better commissioner, president, anywhere, mm-hmm. I can't imagine a better fit than Dale Jr. running NASCAR. I, I just can't do it. No, I, I can't either. And if I was NASCAR, and, and maybe they have and we aren't privy to these conversations, if I'm NASCAR, I am begging Earnhardt to, be, to, to join us and, and to be that commissioner, to be that president, to have a leadership role. And so, you know he's kind of had that now. He's kind of on the you know on the side a little bit. He kind of does as he wants, but formally bring him in and, and let him enact his vision. Because I think if you do that, 
Um, NASCAR would be better off for it. And NASCAR's in a good spot now. They have really done a nice job of transformation. and They're, they're changing things that you didn't think would have been changed, especially when it comes to the racetracks. And that's great. But I still think having someone like Bernhardt being involved on a day-to-day basis would do wonders for, for the league and going forward and what they could do in terms of their growth. Jordan, just a couple more minutes, please. So, so what's next? First of all, I guess, what, what kind of investment are we looking at to get this thing off the ground? I know the, st- uh, the state of North Carolina is kicking in. I'm sure there's going to be some private money kicked in as well, along with NASCAR doing its share. How much are we looking at to get this off the ground? And uh, I guess our timeline, eight months, ten months, they got to be ready to roll in May. Yeah, I mean, it's good questions. And right now we know, I believe, the state of North Carolina is going to commit $18 million. If you go back, it's, it's basically some of the money coming from the pandemic and kind of the stimulus package, if you will. Um, there's going to have to be more than $18 million. There's someone who spent a lot of time there recently. Uh, I, I hate to put a figure on it because I'm not good at that, but I will say it's a lot. <laughs> it's many, many, many millions of dollars. It's a lot more than $18 million, especially if you're going to bring in the Cup Series. I mean, everything needs to be almost grandstands, concessions. I mean, they don't even have working bathrooms they had to bring in porta potties um that tells you where they're at right now so everything has to be done um and in the future of this you know who knows where this this goes from here i mean you're going to have the race you know you, you think that this is probably going to be an annual thing for the all-star race or at least a semi-annual thing as part of this rotation that i talked about you know maybe this evolves and maybe nascar realizes you know what maybe we can actually do a point race here and, and who knows but i'll tell you what as someone who when i went to there in 2009 with Earnhardt, I didn't think that place was ever going to see the light of day again. Um, that it is where it is today is remarkable, and I can't believe they're actually going to race there. And the timeline is the cars are going to be on the track May 21st, 2023. You probably got to have it done before then because you got to do a tire test and make sure you got everything up to oh your you know dot, your eyes dotted mm-hmm. your T's crossed. So I would think sometime early spring, but that doesn't seem that unrealistic. I mean, you know the climate here is possible to just kind of keep working through the winter uh, in terms of construction. So I guess it's, I I basically be rolling in the bulldozers today and get going on it. I once had cherries dipped in moonshine with Junior Johnson there. <laughs> I'm jealous. Dude, it, was, uh, it didn't end well for me. My last question, though, for you, Jordan, before you go, what's this mean for Rockingham? Um, I don't think it means anything, to be honest with you. There's just not a push. There, there's not the, the money behind it. I know it's gotten some money from the state, and there's a little bit of, you know, people want to do that, but it just doesn't have uh, the, the big money person like a Marcus Smith behind it to, to make it. And to be honest with you, there's not an overall clamoring for Rockingham like there is North Wilkesboro. Um, we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe now that North Wilkesboro is back on the schedule, we'll see what happens with North Rockingham. If anything, if, if this has taught us anything, it's just expect the unexpected and no no track is really ever dead i'm optimistic that this is the start of something i, I really am that it that it contracts and comes back to its roots i want to throw this out there to you jordan and you let it marinate write it down in a notebook somewhere come back to me <laughs> given the power of dale jr given how his influence continues to swell and given how successful i think this venture will be nascar is going to lean on him more and i can see him doing something now hear me out to elevate Bowman Gray to some kind of NASCAR status with NASCAR Cup drivers competing in modifieds or whatever. That's my prediction. Uh, I don't think you're wrong off there, and I will say this. As part of that all-star game kind of, you know, Field of Dreams-esque race that we talked about, Bowman Gray very much could be part of that rotation. It wouldn't be shocking at all to see that happen. Right down 421. (laughs) And you race back to, to get back to North Wilkesboro. 
Uh, I'm all it's for wild. it. It's, I, Go ahead, man. You, Jordan, this is an excellent job of reporting, pal. I can't wait to hear the next part of it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you again about this. Hey, safe on your flight. I know you got to roll. Thanks, sir. All right, it's Jordan Bianchi of The Athletic. Follow him on Twitter at Jordan underscore Bianchi. This is fantastic. And I like I like his analogy saying it's like a Field of Dreams type deal. That Field of Dreams game that Fox has, Major League Baseball has, where they go out into that cornfield in Iowa. Not the actual field that they used in the movie, but a, a, a regulation field. The one in the movie, much smaller, basically the size of a, of a Little League field. A base, the outfield's only like 250 feet. But the one they used in a Field of Dreams game, legitimate dimensions. This is comparable. And look, I'm, I'm okay if it doesn't have all the bells and whistles of a 21st century facility. I don't need Wi-Fi. I don't need to be able to pull up my phone and place my order at concession so it's waiting on me when I get there. I'm digging this whole vibe, man. And I think, by and large, by and large, most of the drivers who compete will also because their roots come from smaller tracks, humble beginnings. That's why a lot of them still drive at dirt tracks on their off days and whatnot. Excellent stuff, Jordan Bianchi, The Athletic. This is Scott Hamilton Show on Thursday.